Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Get Off Lawn and Geeks Podcast. And this Lawn Party episode is episode 13, and I sit down with two other podcasters. I think this is the first time I've done this, and it was Book Club Schmook Club. You could go find them on their website, bookclubschmookclub.com. You can find them on iTunes. They review books, uh, anything you do. But in this primarily in this episode, we talk about Harry Potter. I would say that lightly because we also talked about ridiculous other things like bronies and butt plugs and sex toys and sex fetishes. So it was one third Harry Potter and the rest of it was a lot of sex stuff and Mr. Bean and Spanish. Just listen to the episode, it was ridiculous. It was out of control. It was probably the most fun I've had just talking with other people who do podcasting and stuff and just had me cracking up. But sitting here with me is Dan Garofalo, and this is the first time I'm doing an intro with somebody else, and he's gonna promote his uh, two episodes that are just coming out, or the two-parter, I should say, right? I like two-parter better. The two-parter. Yeah. It is uh, the Richie Knuckles arcade culture. It was arcade culture. Arcade culture. Yeah. It's like an arcade show where uh, you know he sits down and either calls different you know gamers in, um, just kind of talks about what the recent news is in the gaming industry, upcoming tournaments, broken world records. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and he sat down with broken re- uh, broken records, <laughs> people who broke records, mm-hmm. and like the Donkey Kong record holder currently, mm-hmm. who was really nice, super Hank awesome. Chen, yeah, wonderful guy, plastic surgeon, very intelligent, nice man. Yes, and this is the video version. I've already uploaded the podcast version where for everybody to listen. But if you want to put name to faces and stuff like that, and you really want to know like inside of Richie Knuckles Arcade, which on Fridays on Flemington and Bridgewater, it's $10 all you could play. So go check it out. Bridgewater, New Jersey, that's Flemington, New Jersey. It starts at 6 o'clock? 6 o'clock. Until? Um, around 10, but depending on what's going on, sometimes, you know, if he stays, he'll keep it open for other people to just kind of play and hang out, so. Okay, yeah, and it's a lot of fun. In arcade culture, you could find it at Twitch, uh, Richie Knuckles... Twitch.tv slash Richie Knuckles, and that's Arcade Culture, and where can we find the video? Um, you can go to my website, which is danielgarofalo.com, Daniel, D-A-N-I-E-L-G-A-R-O-F-A-L-O.com. Cool. Yeah, and then for everybody who wants to listen, I actually sat down with Dan Garofalo. We had a podcast prior... And that was a lot Your of fun. Your highest rating podcast. My highest rating yeah, podcast. Yeah, only The only one that got rated, actually. Like, there you did go. You, did you rate it? Or who rated uh, it? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it definitely was not me. It was probably someone out there. Someone out in the interwebs. One of the millions and millions of viewers of the Rocks fans. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so a little cool upcoming news is there's a Super Smash Brothers tournament this weekend. Um, that is, let me, that's the 17th through the 19th. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's at Doubletree Hotel in Somerset, New Jersey. It's a really huge Super Smash Brothers tournament, and if you haven't played Super Smash Brothers in a really long time, the game is still alive, and there's still some incredible people that you could go and check out and watch. There's a few other things. Uh, I also sat down with David Crownson, which that was a lot of fun, and we talked about it. That will be coming up in a few weeks. Dating Advice Lady got pushed back until Friday, so that uh, obviously that's going to be up next week as well. So a lot of cool things are happening. Uh, me and Dan are actually going to sit down and do some more videos, and so we could post it up there with you. Dirty videos. Dirty, dirty videos. Mmm. But yeah, so keep listening. This is Get Off My Lawn Geeks Podcast, episode 13 from the Lawn Party series with Book Club Schmook Club. So thank you very much, and you can find me on Twitter at Genobi87. You can find Brandon and Nerds Beware at Twitter as well. And Amanda, you can find Star Princess 1988. And where can we find you, Dan Garofalo? 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram. Pretty sure my name's just Dan Garofalo. <laughs> and I started using Twitter again. That's Dan Garofalo, the number one. Dan Garofalo, number one, yes. And then hopefully we are going to get and sit down with test subject 47, Josh Bonner. And that would be a whole lot of fun. Boo! Boo. <laughs> and we need to have a Twitter war. All of us, Twitter wars, because we actually really, the tweets, we don't really tweet the whole yeah, lot. Not, yeah, not, I, I, I tweeted myself out. I tweeted, you tweeted yourself out. But yeah, so we're going to come back with a vengeance. But thank you for everybody. You can find us, Get Off on Indie Podcasts, on Facebook, Twitter, Google Plus, if you use that kind of thing. And it's up to you. We're also on Tumblr. You can find Tumblr and Genobi87. Because yes, I like to tag myself and everything. Thank you very much. And everyone, have a great day, night, game on, and enjoy the podcast. Thank you very much. Oh, hot tweets. I love hot tweets. Yeah, I just pinched off a semen tweet. <laughs> pinched off? <laughs> Ryan also just said it's not the only hot thing I just fired off. <laughs> and we're live. Yeah, we are, we are definitely live right now. Okay. Well, I think that's a fair introduction to me and Will, making poopy fart jokes. And the fart jokes start early. <laughs> I love it. And this never is stop. This is be just awesome. like my fart. Anyway, <laughs> well, this is Get Off My Lawn, You Geeks, Lawn Party, episode number 13, you said, right? Episode 13 with Ooh, Will and Kristen from Book Club Schmuck Club. Hello. Thank and, you for coming, you guys. And Will and Bobby. Thanks for having us. And uh, Studio Rejects. And do you have any other podcasts? Or is it just uh, those ones? Actually, soon, yeah. We, uh, we have a very weird project coming up, all of us. I'm not, I'm not at liberty to talk about it just yet, but we have a very Ooh. strange endeavor coming up in the next couple of weeks. Super oh, cool. secretive. I'm, I'm already uh, enjoying why it. Why can't you talk about it, Will? Uh, I like to dazzle people. I'm trained in <laughs> arts. Right, of course. Yep. you got to give them the old razzle-dazzle. Exactly. <laughs> blow your load too soon or anything. <laughs> I'm just dancing like nobody's watching over here. <laughs> uh, because no one could actually see you because this is audio only. So right, so nobody is watching. Really, you're the Lord of the Dance. You so are the Lord of the Dance. <laughs> they do call Will that. Fair point. <laughs> they call him Lord of the Dance. What was the Lord of the Dance's name? His real name. Michael Flatley. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so Will, so you are in how many how many podcasts do you do? I do uh, three right now. I got uh, Will and Bobby Know Everything. Uh, we started that two years ago, almost to the day. Uh, Studio Rejects, which we started about one year ago to the day. And now Book Club Schmuck Club with Kristen, which we started uh, about two months ago. Yeah, and it's, it's you guys, how, how many episodes do you guys have? Well, for everyone who doesn't know, we are sitting with the two hosts of Book Club Schmuck Club, yep. uh, Will and Kristen Rogers. Yeah. They are a sibling duo. <laughs> not, not married. They're not married, all right? Everybody, yeah. don't, get it, don't get it twisted and confused. Yeah. Crazy muggles. Um, We've done, let's see, one, two, three, four, five episodes so far. Episodes, yeah. It's yeah. weird. We don't, we don't really do an episode count, though. Like, I was working on, um, I was working on some, like, behind-the-scenes, just management kind of stuff this afternoon. And we don't count our episodes, because we usually do it based mm. on reading. 
So, like, instead of going, it's book club, schmook club, yeah. six, we just call it, you know, Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. You know Which I mean? was one of the books that you guys yeah. reviewed and talked about, right? Uh, we're working on that one right now. That we're doing that so, one next. Yeah, that's the next one up. Yeah, I listened to Sorcerer's Stone. Did. The Sorcerer's Stone, that's what I meant, I'm sorry. Yeah. That, one, that one's up. Yeah, we're just starting out our uh, Harry Potter. Or the Philosopher's Stone. Or our the friends across the pond. Stone. <laughs> Are you guys reading the new fancy covers? Oh my god, I saw those. I, I actually was disappointed. I don't get like nostalgic about yeah. things like that, but changing the artist bummed me up. Mm. So you're not a huge fan of, of the new art in the new Yeah, I, I like Mary Grand Prix. Yeah, Mary Grand mm. Prix. The new art just looks like something that you would see on any sort of like bland Saturday morning cartoon or like manga sort of thing, which I'm not really that into. It's a little spiky. It is a little spiky. It's a little anime-ish. It's very yeah. anime-ish. Yeah, like Hagrid on the on the yeah. cover of Sorcerer's Stone has a giant body and a very little head. <laughs> I guess yeah, yeah. Kind of I, I prefer the original. So they make him look like a troll more than I, oh, I guess troll. Yeah, like a troll. He has like a tiny head with a big body. Basically, it looks like he has a problem. Oh no, he was damaged at birth. <laughs> looks like he's not well. <laughs> yeah. His body is disproportionate. I mean, of course, I'm taking half. Yeah. And that's how it rolls. But this whole entire podcast I'm really excited about. It's just going to be entirely about Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. And whatever else we feel like And whatever about. we feel like talking about. <laughs> is there anything else to talk about than Harry Potter? There's going to be rabbit trails. Hermione Granger. Hermione <laughs> Granger. <laughs> or even nope. Scabbers. Oh, my. Who <laughs> 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 oh, knows? Uh, are you guys big uh, Harry Potter fans? Big Her um, uh, Harry? Uh, not Ed? really. I am, not at all. I'm actually. holding a wand right now, and I'm wearing a Harry Potter shirt. I knew it. <laughs> I can just tell. <laughs> of course, have, I'm a huge. I have fan. the Elder Wand. I find it weird when people are not fans of Harry Potter. You know what? Oh man, can I bring up something controversial right off the bat? Yes, please do. It's already, Yikes. It's already gone and dead and buried. But the Twilight Saga, people compared that nonstop. To Harry Potter. William, William, tread lightly. Tread lightly. These are Twilight fans. I know. I, I already feel like I've got a target on my back, and <laughs> people are aiming. Oh their no! They're, they. It's like. I mean, it's comparing um, a donut and a piece of poop. I mean, <laughs> we're much bigger Harry it Potter fans. It's definitely uh, trying to get the difference between a delicious chocolate cake and uh, cat poop. Yeah. No. Yeah, You're you fine. Know. Don't worry about it. I gotta tell you, I've, I've heard a million times, it's like comparing uh, donuts and poop, or <laughs> chocolate cake and cat poop. I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard that argument. If uh, I there's no better way to put it, honestly. If I heard every yeah. time, if I heard every time trying, someone trying to tell me that it's, it's compared to donut and poops, I would be a millionaire by now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll keep going with your Twilight thing, though. Like, you just... Did you have more? Well, I, just, I do want to just put out there that I do own uh, chocolatecakeandcatpoop.com. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like those two franchises got lumped in because they're both sort of like fantasy-based. But uh, and, and I feel I like... I mean, and they were coming out around similar times. I guess it was hard not to, just so yeah. like we're now comparing like with Hunger Games. Totally. But I feel like it did almost like, um, in some people's eyes, people who never gave Harry Potter a chance, I feel like it like really did a disservice to that franchise. No, I agree. I yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, almost like irreparable damage. Like, there are some people that if you bring up Harry Potter, they already just go like, all right, whatever, you're an idiot. 
Well, well yeah, they kind of be like, I don't read that Harry Potter, Twilight, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. But you got to wear it like a badge of honor. Hell yeah, you do. do. Like a prefect badge of honor. <laughs> <laughs> Shine up your prefect badge. No, but uh, I definitely. I've definitely... been watching too much, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! But I, def- I definitely do agree that they were unfortunately they were lumped together, yeah. and it, it was just unfortunate because one series was written so well, and I think we all know which series I'm talking about, and the other Twilight. series, yes, it was just it was a masterpiece. Twilight. Stephanie Myers, yeah. my hero. Yeah, she's Twilight a genius. Was, Twilight was the chocolate cake in our uh, analogy. <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. Right. Yeah. Obviously. The Harry Potter poop. <laughs> <laughs> I still kind of can't believe that in Twilight that um that he eats the baby out of her stomach. Well, how old do you get? I mean, that has become what I think of when I think about Twilight. Well, that's if crazy. your wife was dying like, in an like, emergency, like all right. If book. if Ryan had it, hold on. Are you holding a piece of thin cheese over the microphone on your computer? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. But I'm eating a thick piece of cheese. Okay. Why I sound weird? It sounds like you're dipping your head in the toilet as you're speaking. <laughs> you actually sound slow. You're going in and out of sounding robot Yeah, that's kind of what it's going to be. I that you were finally transitioning. Uh, yes, I am becoming eternal. Um, can you guys hear us okay? Yeah. We hear you just fine. Okay, a little, good. A little sorry, right. but not bad. It's like twin speak. <laughs> 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 Only Will and I cannot hear each other properly. <laughs> I'm sorry, but what were you saying? There must be something wrong in the universe. Oh, okay, so do you know that in Twilight, that when, uh, what is her name? Kristen Stewart. What's Bella. Her name? Bella. Bella. When Bella has a vampire baby, she's having, like, a difficult labor or something, and then, uh... Edward uses his vampire chompers to give her, like, a C-section, and he, like, uh, eats the baby out of her tummy. Yeah, I didn't really understand that. That's well, cool. I just, I can't believe that that happened in a book that's supposed to be for, like, young people. That's so weird and gross. Well, what oh, about yeah, that whole weird sex scene that they had in the book and transition to the movies where he, like, destroys everything and basically beats her up? What? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I after the they have sex, is. she has like bruises, and all the furniture in the room is broken. Like he took it all out on the furniture instead of her. Is that a metaphor for like being in an abusive relationship and just like, well, you should just deal with it? I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing. From what I understand, it's not teaching. I think anything. it's supposed to be like a a virginity thing. Like. Uh, <laughs> Interesting. I think. I mean, I could be totally wrong because I've not read the books and I did not see any movies except for the first one. Yeah, but yeah. I've read a fair amount of stuff about them just on like sites or whatever. And I I think it people seem to think it's sort of like a metaphor for like losing your innocence or something. Yeah. Like it's been okay. like destroyed. That's yeah. a that's a rough way of losing your innocence. I know, I'll say. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not good. Episode. Let's uh let's get back to the cat poop, Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting. Yeah, so it's still a really strong following. And yeah, it's, it's all over Twitter. There's a lot of Potterheads, as they like to be called. Yeah. <laughs> like Wait, a, do they really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, this is like whole hashtag saying that like Potterheads are are still alive after all this time. 
all in one hashtag, by the way. It's an extremely long hashtag. <laughs> oh, man, I, I kept saying that, or hairy heads, and I thought I was just joking. I didn't know that that was a thing. Maybe I saw it once and it got into my subconscious. Thank you. You got a hairy head. I'm going to start using hairy heads from now on instead of pottery. <laughs> People are like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't get it. This guy is just so old. Like, he doesn't um, get it. I was there when the original, everybody. <laughs> right, it's like when old people call the computer or whatever. I mean, that also <laughs> speaks to like, how quickly pop culture evolves now, because when did when did Deathly Hallows Part 2 come out? Like, four years ago? Three? Three years ago? I think three years ago. Like, to have the hashtag be like, we're still going strong... I was about to say, that's not that long, right? It's not that long, but the rate that pop culture moves, like, we rebooted Spider-Man after five years. You know? In pop culture speak, I guess it is... It always comes up. ...that people are still hooked on Harry Potter. Maybe it's surprising that that franchise has been rebooted. I think it's more that the whole series is over. It's not just that it's, like, three years since the last book. It, like, ostensibly ended. You know what I mean? So I think it makes sense to be, like, we're still into it and still here and still, like, theorizing and talking about it, because there's nothing really to theorize about anymore, you know? I always wondered if they were going to keep it going with, like, maybe not J.K. Rowling writing, but, like, you know, all right, the Star Wars franchise. I I think that Harry Potter is the modern-day equivalent of the Star Wars franchise, and, like, I can't believe that there's not been, like, a shitload of spinoff books in, like, Harry Potter extended universe kind of thing, you know? Well, maybe it's too soon for that. It could be something that, like, she has the right specifically for that those characters or something like that. Because she is making, she is already starting to make a screenplay for a new movie based on one of her books. It Fantastic piece. Yeah, the... Newt Salamander. Yeah, so she's based, she's already, she's expanding the universe in, in the film perspective. So. She's also doing a, um, a Broadway play. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh, Wait, what? You didn't hear about this? Yeah. No. All right, I'm, I'm happy that I can give you guys the scoop. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard about it, but I don't know Give us details. that scoop of, of poop litter. Here, yeah. you guys ready for some cat poop? Yeah, I'm ready for it. <laughs> I'm ready. Here we go. I'm about to dirty the I'm going to dirty the litter box for you. Um, <laughs> we're going to do a Broadway show about Harry Potter's adolescence before he finds out he's a wizard. That's a terrible Broadway play. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be deep and so? like... It sounds like Oliver. Where's the magic? I I mean the magic. Yeah. The magic's in the boy who like accidentally. The The magic magic is is in the boy. That's the tagline. (laughs) Is it really? It should be. That's such a that's such a weird tagline. Yeah, I think she's appealing to the Nambla crowd, but (laughs) you can do. Listen here, old man. Say that. Do them like it'll be a story about you know a ten-year-old kid. Whose whose entire goddamn family hates him. He feels like he's alone. He lost his parents. Oh, that's he true. thinks it's a car accident. And so it's really sad. Unbeknownst, yeah, it's a tragic story. Unbeknownst to him, he has these magical powers that only manifest when he's stressed. Like in the book, because I mean, because I just read it and because I've read it about eighteen times, it's fresh in my mind that they talk about how you know Aunt Petunia cut Harry's hair, and then it instantly grew back yeah. overnight. Like, mm-hmm. weird things like that can occur. Yeah, and the sweater shrinks because he doesn't want to wear it, like the head full exactly. of the sweater. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. the snake with the with the glass in, in the museum kind of thing. So, so you, it's really a weird play if it's all just stuff like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just constantly, like, one thing after another of him being like, what's going on? Well, here's what I think. I mean, it, <laughs> I it's, about that. it's all an exercise in dramatic irony. 
because he'll never understand why these crazy things are going on around him. But here's how you open yeah. it up even further. Anytime he, house, anytime he leaves his house, he encounters these crazy people around London who That's all true. You know, you know oh, yeah. like you can well, see Mr. Potter, such an honor. Right. Like, <laughs> he, he can run into like, wearing, like crushed velvet. This would be bad So much crushed velvet. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm complimenting. The whole budget for the show is for crushed velvet. <laughs> <laughs> Why is our crushed velvet budget so high? <laughs> not high enough. But you can do things like, and I think that this would kind of screw it up, but you can have him run into like Ron Weasley and Hermione Granger before no, he. No, no. You know what I mean? Uh, I like, use that as an example. Maybe not that exactly, but like he can run into characters you'd meet in later books, and no, neither of them realize who the other is. Maybe Professor Quirrell. I mean, oh, Professor Quirrell's all confident. Oh, that would be awesome. Or like some like Death Eater follower. And then he meets him, and he's all scared and weird, and you're like, "What happened to that guy?" Yeah, why is that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You can do exactly that. Kind That'd of be kind of cool. I think it's an With dramatic music. It's a good period of his yeah. life to explore. It is. It's because it's like the ones where you really don't know. You really didn't know Harry before. You, 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 met, you met him when he first got the, the powers, and he went through this all journey of just being the power. But what about the boy without the powers? And right, the, yeah. It's a, it's a more of an emotional struggle. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. personal, tragic story, you know? Oh, yeah, and yeah. I want to see more of the Dursleys. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, you get, like, weird comedic things where, like, he acts... Oh, my God. Were you thinking about a, a musical number with Dudley and his smelting outfit? <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> Knocking people in the head. Like, waiting around. And, and like, part of the gag of it, part of the choreography of the dance is, like, he'll twirl, stop, have to pull his pants up a little bit. <laughs> like... <laughs> Dance <laughs> that oh, key is the perfect prop too. The smelting kick. He oh, yeah. like a Charlie Chaplin sort of thing with it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm learning to dance. And at the end, he just runs over a dog with a truck or something, or whatever he does with the tank. Yeah, what a bizarre! Yeah, there's a tortoise in the greenhouse. Yeah. I hope they explore that more, how he tortures small animals. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Just bring it back down to Earth. Maybe it'll just be like a startling, <laughs> like frightening, sobering story. Yeah, exploration world. of, <laughs> yeah. of yeah, every, time, every time Harry exhibits magical tendencies, Antonia <laughs> hits him with a frying pan, and he forgets, <laughs> suggesting brain damage. I know, yeah. like bleeding and welts, and they throw him under the stairs. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I'm gonna wanna watch that show. Yeah. It should open. Oh my god, it should open. Yeah, let's see how he got his What? I thought you were gonna say something. Oh, okay. Oh, it's okay. No, go ahead. They should start it exactly where Sorcerer's Stone starts. Where it's um oh. like Professor McGonagall and uh, Professor Dumbledore walking yeah. down prescribed oh, right. dropping okay, well, Yeah. And that way people yeah. only found out that Dumbledore was gay after the books were finished being written. But now he can show off like his like uh -huh. ability. Oh you know, gosh! Ability. You know what I mean? What ability? Oh, dancing ability. And he's yeah. called, like the boy who lived. He can sing and dance. <laughs> this full like show-stopping yeah. number called the boy who lived. And like on <laughs> the lane. You know what I mean? Like doing a little soft shoe. Kind of the. Boy who this is Dumbledore doing it. Dumbledore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. <laughs> and like you know how 
Go ahead. You know how, like, a lot of Broadway shows have, like, one big, like, showpiece, like how in Cats they had that fucking uh, alien spaceship that comes down? Yeah. Like, the big, like, piece for it that people would be like, what did you see be a Hagrid's motorcycle flowing through the air? <laughs> <laughs> They'd be like, oh, my God, they had to be flying in a motorcycle. There could be a, uh, there could be a line about, like, did, can you guys hear me? the boy who lived, but have you seen the boy who danced? And then he has, like, a little, like, solo break where he's tap dancing across the stage. Oh, it's like, hey, you're part of the musical. Come on, come on. And he, like, hikes up his robe so you can see his feet flying. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> his skinny old man <laughs> in a pair of slippers. <laughs> yeah, right now, come on, see Harry Potter uh, the musical. Explore the magic inside. <laughs> I'm saying the magic inside this boy. The magic is inside this boy coming to a Broadway theater near you. Hello. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. So I'm there. I think I think we got it. I mean, I think you guys pretty much like they're done with production now, right? I'm yeah, well, I'm opening production on my own. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Are you doing like a, a rendition of Cats or something as well? Did I hear that? Oh my god! I, it's something I really, I really about. want to. Uh-oh. I really want to do a production of Cats. Yeah, we, we did an episode of Will and Bobby Know Everything that was all about the Broadway show Cats, and I, I'm, I, I think I'm serious. I want <laughs> to do my own version. Like, I make, would come see that. I oh, I'm would. dead serious. It would be so much like the Rum Tum Tugger. Uh, I would also. I want it to be just like <laughs> who would be the Rum Tum Tugger? I can't remember. Absolutely, Bobby. <laughs> Rump, tum, tum, uh, no, no, Bobby's that yeah. weird black and white cat. What? Oh, he can be both. Oh, Mr. Mustopheles. He can do it all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Bobby can do it all. Yeah, he will do as he do do, and he's going to do it all. <laughs> oh, gosh. I'm reserving Foster for Jones for me, though. <laughs> I want to sing Memory of the Younger Isabella. All right, fine. Isabella. I don't. I don't want to rehearse or anything, and then just do it just like slightly off, so people are uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not close to being bad enough that people think I'm joking. That people are just like, "Ooh, does she think this is good?" And like everybody's like kind of sweating a little bit. Right, and you look endlessly proud. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just like thrilled with myself, and like not breaking and laughing at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's my dream. Sweet. Well, your dream is about to come true. Yes! Thank you, John. Someday. Someday I will put that on. Did someday. Somewhere. Uh, not on a stage, probably in a park, before people realize we're doing it. Like, almost what? like a... Um, Just start what? doing it. Don't tell people it's going to happen. Flash mob? Yeah, flash mob. That's what I was thinking. Flash yeah. mob. Cats. <laughs> The longest flash random cats ever. like that you let free and start walking around. The hour flash mob. <laughs> oh god. I wonder if anybody's like talking about cats with cats. Per, oh with cats? With oh, cats. Be, first of all, we need to get the right cats here. We don't need any. We need some purebred cats up in this piece. You need you know a calico. Uh, you need an old cat named Gus who's got palsy, so his paws shake. Oh, oh God! Gus the Santa cat. I'll I'll make it cuter though. Uh, I'll remind you that Gus is short for asparagus. <laughs> oh, oh, just God, make it right. shake a little bit. Oh. We need to get uh, Hermione's cat in there too somehow. 
Oh, yeah, the Apologies Potion. Oh, hell, and it's a crossover for when we do our Harry Potter show. Yes, <laughs> look at that. Which it's is so mostly good. just an hour and a half of Dumbledore dancing and singing about how he's full of magic. magic that's just, like, <laughs> bursting out of him. <laughs> just magical. It's going to be a lot of fireworks show. displays and, and all that great stuff, which is going to oh. be everything. No, just some sparklers. Just sparklers? Yeah, <laughs> 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 all our board. <laughs> maybe he can pop on the sparklers with the uh, put outer. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> oh, they just, they just ignite when he clicks his little thing. Maybe I'll even splurge on the budget, and we can get those little uh, dinky little snake things that you light on fire. They just like, oh god, <laughs> buzz That's out. Bummer firework ever. A bunch you of people like wearing stare those. at the ground for like ten seconds. A bunch of people wearing those opera glasses to try to see close enough. <laughs> <laughs> to watch the snake unravel. A special effects. Yeah. Cool opera, Jonathan. Thank you for taking me. That's a lady's her husband. When we do our sequel, Chamber of Secrets show, that's also the Basilisk. It's also the Basilisk. <laughs> <laughs> it, later. It seemed a lot more fearsome in the movie and in the book. <laughs> I don't really know what didn't translate. <laughs> Let me tell you something. This Broadway show is going to be super fierce, you know what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The event of the season. All right, 2007. <laughs> Are you saying 2007 about Fierce? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. Bring Sorry, Jonathan. Bring it back. <laughs> I think it's about time. It's about time someone brought that back. Um. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So, what house would you guys okay. be sorted into? So Harry Potter. Uh, was, yeah. Or what do, Kristen, what would you what do you think Will would be sorted into? If you were the sorting hat. Oh. Rip your I mouth open. Sorting? You have to rip your mouth face open to ha- be able to speak. Oh then, god. What, I smell all musty. <laughs> you're all musty and wrinkly. Yeah. And you only talk once a year, so tell us yes. what uh what house you think you'd be in. Will and I actually talked about this on Book Club Schmuck Club, so I have a little bit of a cheat, it's easier for me to answer. Um, I think I would be in Gryffindor. I originally well, not you. did not think I would. Be. Oh, not who, you. Who? Will. Oh, Will. We pick for each other. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Will, Will would be in Gryffindor. Aww. He's he's brave of heart, I would say. Oh hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, he has that Gryffindor sword. House that's the bravest house in the world for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then you'd be all alone in it. Like when Conan bought all those movie tickets so he could be by himself. You create a new house that's the coolest house ever, yeah. and you're the only one who gets to be in it. It's awesome for the first 20 minutes until I retire to my dorms and I feel alone. Yeah, you realize how uh, alone you are. Really cool, guys. Is is this yeah. going to be part of the Harry Potter musical? Because it sounds like a downer. Being oh. by yourself. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to write my own fanfic where I... <laughs> Where it turns out, where I get a letter inviting me to to Hogwarts. <laughs> oh my God! Years too late. And, uh, they they do have to make a new house for me, but not because I'm super brave, but because I'm too old to share a dorm with eleven year old boys. Oh God! That is a much <laughs> different story than the Harry Potter story I know. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's more of like a brony situation. Oh, oh, I do get to go through Hogwarts now as a 27-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Have you guys talked about bronies on the podcast before? No, we made like a we made like a special. We really wanted to talk to them, and we made yeah. a little uh, YouTube video. What was it called? A 
all, calling all bronies. Like, we really wanted to talk to, like, brony experts. <laughs> all all bronies answered us. No one answered us. It's oh, hard because they probably, it pro- and honestly, it'd be hard not to, so I'm not even saying, like, they probably feel made fun of. <laughs> So I wouldn't like, make fun of them. I I think bronies are people. Really people. Fun of them, but I, I feel like it'd be so hard not to have a tone of like really, like talking to a brony. No, I think I honestly we we really were inquisitive in our plea. We're yeah. really just we okay. kept saying how we were curious. We just want to yeah. know what it's all about. We, were a little, we didn't bring yeah, up butt plugs. Yeah. We didn't bring up. Yeah. Oh my God, those butt. We were plugs. a little. We were a little brony curious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Broker. Well, everybody goes through like a brony curious phase in their life at one time or another. You, you could take on the um, you could take on the position of like we're bronies too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what are what are I feel bad for bronies actually. It makes me kind of sad. It is, yeah. I mean, one of my, one of my uh, co- uh, guest co-hosts, uh, Raul, he's actually a brony. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like a part-time brony. He like he gets benefits Good. and stuff like that, like a, like Starbucks. <laughs> Can't we talk to him about it? I guess so. He's, like, really into, like, the whole brony thing. Yeah. Do you know what his, like, what, has he said, like, what about it appeals to him and stuff? We really haven't talked about it in detail, but I think yeah. we're going to have to actually just... Yeah, we don't want to scare him away, though. Yeah. yeah, I just, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it'd be so, because I'm so skeptical, because I really do, like, at the heart of it, I, I think that most bronies, like, even if they're like, no, it's just about friendship, you don't get it. Yeah. I think it's a sex thing. I just do. Well, Wait, have you seen the the brony butt plugs that make it look like you have a tail? Have you seen those? <laughs> I hate to tell you, I haven't seen specific brony butt plugs like that, but I know of just regular horse butt plugs like that because there's a um, episode of Real Sex about like horse play. Uh, oh god! From, like, Real Sex. Years Man, ago. This is the '90s. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. And it's, like, I mean, it's really, really old, but it's an episode about people who are into, like, horseplay, and they had, like, the butt plugs that have tails. So I'm sure that they've been adapted to bronies now. Well, yeah, that was in the background. I don't know about them. Were you not there for that conversation when we were passing around? I don't think so. Pictures of butt plugs? A butt plug? (laughs) Yeah. Were you passing around a butt plug? No, pictures. Like, we brought it up on Sean's phone or something. (laughs) Okay. I I seriously, I was like, how did I? Um, No, I was not there for that. No. Well, well, I mean, well, so these awesome. like these these like horsetail like brony things. Well, I've actually yeah. seen like not a butt plug, but like they would like strap it kind of thing. No, this one it it was no straps. You just popped it right in there. Oh, that's <laughs> I like uh, yeah, that's that's what I saw. Like, real, yeah, and no, then somebody like rides you like a like a pony brony. Oh wow! No, see that's not what I've seen. Can you guys give me like a Webster's dictionary definition of brownie then? Because Kristen, you just said you thought that it like like people say that it's only about friendship. Yes, there's a documentary about bronies that I didn't see, but I saw the trailer, and it's it was like a lo- it was like a mega trailer thing, and they were like people don't understand. We just really appreciate the message of My Little Pony, which That's is what I friendship and love and acceptance for everybody. And everybody like tries the, to bastardize it, make it sound sexual, but it's not. Okay, Google. It's like the modern modern day Care Bears. Okay, Google. But, but how is yeah. that different from like an infinite amount of other cartoons? That's what I'm saying. Like, there are tons of things that people like have a message of like caring and friendship that people right. don't get completely obsessed with and go to like conventions about and dress up like ponies, and I imagine, I'm sorry, again, maybe I'm wrong, and I know I'm being judgmental, 
I think they get all turned on. Like, I think that these conventions are an excuse to see a bunch of other people in, like, horseware that turns you on. There's totally nothing wrong with that. But I just don't really... I just... I can't wrap my head around enjoying it in a non Well, you don't think it would be, like... In these conventions, I've definitely seen uh, or been to a few conventions where they do dress up like ponies and all that stuff, but I didn't really pay too mind to it. I I would think it would be, like, the same thing as when people dress up... When people dress up as Doctor Who characters, like just cosplay, they're just—I yeah. think it's just cosplay. I don't think it's a sexual. Well, they did kind of have like fine convention love booth. You remember that, Amanda? They had like a mm-hmm. whole—they had a whole booth at Comic Con where you could—it's like speed dating. Oh, that's cool. Comic-Con. I like that actually. Oh yeah, yeah, we saw that. I really wanted what to stand thinking, up for it. Yeah, what I'm thinking of specifically again. So you know what? I really shouldn't even be like I don't have a strong, strong opinion on this. So I hope I'm not upsetting anybody because I really have only seen the trailer for this brony thing. Um, and at least just the trailer, again, I have a very limited scope. It was a specific brony convention, and they basically had some sort of, like, brony rave, uh, <laughs> where everybody was, like, dressed like bronies, like, dancing together. And it, I just I just can't imagine if people aren't hooking up dressed like bronies and, like, stroking each other's tails. Well, it's like the furries thing. I mean... Yes! It's and almost like your alter ego letting you out, and that's yes. when you feel the most, like, you know... Right. Sexual. Right. There's nothing, and truly, I'm not even kidding. I find nothing wrong with it. I just, I think that it's No, not, yeah. Just, let's call it vote, man. It's not that it's for magical friendship. You want to get laid, and that's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. my only understanding of it. I never thought that it was about acceptance or whatever. I thought it was only like a weird fetish. No, no. Well, I think there's the acceptance because it's a girl's franchise that men are getting into. That yeah. they, they're a little ashamed of, but otherwise, yeah. Well, I think that doesn't the show kind of, like, it sort of teaches lessons of acceptance? Like, isn't that kind of the thing? I've never seen an episode of My right? Little Pony. I can't, I don't really know exactly. I think that's I'm sure it does. They like it, like that it teaches, you know, friendship and acceptance and stuff, and they like the message of it, and then that's mm-hmm. why they like it. Yeah. And not because of, like, hot pony asses. Well, isn't isn't that about <laughs> butt plugs? But I thought it was plushy or not plushies? What plushies they... or furries. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the same thing. Yeah. And they go, what's the name, Amanda, what's the name of the pile that they go into? The furry pile that they go into. <laughs> I don't like remember. It doesn't pile. Hang on a second. Um, <laughs> yeah, but there's, like, I know there's a whole classification of, of groups who dress up as in, like, these animal, like, Costumes almost, and basically they're mascots. They have, they have a whole yeah, yeah mascots, and they just have a bunch of mascot mascot <laughs> mascot <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah, they have. That's what Kristen was trying to look up with the name of their um dog pile. Yeah, they, they their call furry it dog something pile. specific. <laughs> oh, they do. Oh, yes, yeah. I remember watching that on My Strange Addiction, and I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, I they do. Call it yiffing when you're in the pile and you're like dry humping in your costume. It's called yiffing. Yiffing. That's right. I do kind of like the idea of Matt, like uh, Ronald McDonald and <laughs> Eric Cheese. Ew, was there a convention for people who were turned on by, like, uh, Grimace? Oh. Ew, the hamburger? Or just those guys who have to, like, dress up like mattresses outside of a Sleepy's? Well, the hamburger, the hamburger is stealing more than just uh, hamburgers. He's stealing a few virginities, apparently. Uh. Ew, maybe they're like hot. eating hamburgers while, oh. like McDonald's hamburgers. Oh, they're getting ham. Yeah, like when Another. George is uh, eating pastrami sandwiches during sex. 
Well, you need a little something fact. to get you through. A fun fact. You got a Kerbo load. I got my hams. Wait, <laughs> you never you ever heard that commercial? It's like pastrami. Oh, no, 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 I'm not doing that. You made that up. That's not a commercial. Ha ha. Pastrami. Pastrami. It is a commercial. <laughs> yeah, it's a real. It's, I forgot what is subway it or something. Pastrami? Listen, dude, girls just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I need to worry about it. We have to have our prosciutto hair. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. I mean, then I saw a picture of hair color that was described as looking like prosciutto recently. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, what the fuck is that? Can you tell me the color of mashed potatoes? <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, like a corn husk. <laughs> nice and dry. Oh, you have hair like corn. <laughs> Grandfather's shoe. Yeah. Mmm, <laughs> shiny. Mm. Mm, old timey football. Your hair looks like grape. Yeah. You say grape? Is that what you said? Gravy. Uh-huh. Grape from the gravy? Yeah, make my hair the color and consistency of gravy. <laughs> mm. Done. I knew mashed potatoes. Akio gravy. We can make that happen. Yeah. We have the technology. Uh, when there's uh, a will, there's a way. <laughs> Gravy <laughs> will. So Harry Potter. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think of something Harry Potter. Harry Potter. To, to bring well, I, I mean, what, what do you guys think of doing a, a a prequel movie? You know, like she's talking about doing the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them with Newt Scamander. It'll yeah. be in the universe, but it won't have anything to do with Harry Potter himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like the Harry Potter. So I, as long as it's done well. Yeah. Basically, I, which I can't know. Basically, I'm super open to it because I love all Harry Potter things, and I hope it's done well because I could totally get into it. But if it sucks, it sucks. It doesn't yeah. seem so connected to the Harry Potter world. Like, it's definitely part of it, but it's not like it's part of the Harry Potter story exactly itself. Um, so I bet yeah. I'm going to view it as somewhat separate, but still I'll be interested in it. This is definitely a weird, like, but it's like a weird example where, in a, in a sense of, it's kind of like when Star Trek came out, and then it took a really long time until Next Generation came out. It's not the original crew, it's like a completely different storyline with completely different people and like, and like you said, Kristen, if it's, if it's done correctly and yeah. with the same amount of passion as the original was made, I think mm-hmm. it, it could do well and it, it could be amazing. Yeah. No, I, I would really like it. I mean, I guess, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head but I guess they could probably name some sort of director or writer where I'd be like, oh yes, they know their shit, this is going to be awesome. Um, but I kind of wonder if it's going to be because it's sort of a spin-off-y sort of thing, like you're, it's just going to be somebody who you haven't heard really anything about, and, and it could be kind of like low rent and just bargain on the fact that people love Harry Potter, so they'll swoop in. Oh, I hope not. I, mean, I know. It makes me think of. <laughs> it makes me think of first that James Franco Wizard of Oz movie. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. Where you know, like it's just like an unnecessary story that that doesn't really have to do with really anything, and it's sort of just colorful and over the top and and wacky and magical. Mm-hmm. And that is a monkey. Right, yeah. Or uh, The Hobbit prequels. Where, like, I know the, the Hobbit was a book, but they expanded one book into three movies. Like, is mm-hmm. there really enough story to tell? Is there really something to do here, or is it a special... I know. What is it? What? I know, I don't get it. I know it's all money-making stuff, but I wish that they would, like... I don't know, I wish people would worry about their integrity a little bit more, rather than just, like, stretching something into three movies. 
Like, why not make one really good movie so people can be like, that happy movie, that happy movie fucking rule, rather right. than being like, oh, they, they, were, they were walking for so long, <laughs> whatever, you know? I think at best what you do is um, you do a... <laughs> what the hell What? Sorry. What happened? Nope, nothing. What's happened? Someone's listening to us and sent us a, a weird image. Yeah, Brandon, <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, actually, our other co-host is actually uh, listening. Which, uh-huh. but he sent us this like weird uh, Facebook thing about. Um, no, it's about like these people who at their house they have like these weird dolls, these like life. Like, not even oh. lifelike dolls, but it's just, like, these dolls living in their house. And Wait, they, there's a picture of a man on the beach with a doll next to him laying in the chair, like, oh, in a yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> and, like, yeah, like riding in the car in the back seat. Yep. yep. They're all sitting on the front lawn, just hanging out. Are they real dolls? No, they're weird-looking dolls. Ew. Even, like, motorcycles, like, they just Some carry, of them like, are weird dolls, and then some of them are... Ew. Oh, Kristen, Kristen, you might know this, yeah. actually. So there's yeah. an episode in Real Sex. Remember, like, those really weird, like, life-like sex yeah, dolls? Yeah, they're called real dolls, yeah. That's exactly what he just sent me. Yeah. So, so Brandon sent this I over, saw... like... Yeah, recently there was a thing on Jezebel. I mean, I didn't click the, um... I didn't click the video, but it was something about people turning themselves into real dolls. Yeah, like, I like, that. People, like, that. running out of fetishes. You know what They're I mean? Like, like wearing like plastic suits and yes. like weird faces. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Did you see it, Will? Yeah, I, I saw pictures. I didn't like read their history. I didn't read their <laughs> But I saw the images and they were enough to make me go like, Wow, bookmark this shit. I'll read this someday. Damn. I forgot yeah. about it until just now. We have to look it up. Yes, yeah. yes. I did the same thing. I was like, I need to explore this, but not at work. But I just don't have the mental capacity to do it right now. It's the kind of thing that you know you need to know more about, but you consciously cannot allow yourself to yeah. like <laughs> dig in. You really, you're really curious, and you're just like, man, I really want to click on this, but it, I don't know if someone reaches my browser history, this is yeah. not going to look good. Or like, oh my God, will this right. unravel my mind? <laughs> I'm looking at this while I go insane. Yeah, you'll go slowly mad. Yeah. yeah. This is always the risk that you'll be into it. And like, well, yeah, it's a thing. Like, I go to the adult baby website. Maybe I am an adult baby, and I didn't know it. Uh, I yeah. Mean, like, but you know what? <laughs> what? Who cares? You know, like, say, like, I wake yeah. up tomorrow, and I'm like, you know what? I wish I was an, an adult. adult. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are gonna be some getting hurdles in my life. I'm going to lose a lot of people I like. But yeah. ultimately, if I'm not hurting anyone, is it... Well, you might be hurting people if you're losing people from your life. No, well, in a sense, in a sense, well, it's like if you're physically not hurting anybody, and it actually, yeah, well, it, yeah. and if it actually gives you pleasure, yeah. whatever you're doing, I say go ahead and do it. Like, it's not a big oh, deal. Totally. I think it's all priorities. So if it's something where it's, your entire lifestyle is going to change because you're going to become an adult baby who lives in a gigantic crib... And that, yeah. like, maybe Allie is going to leave you and she has a broken engagement, then I would say to see how intense your desire to live in that crib is <laughs> versus whether you want to keep your life as you know it intact. Exactly. Yeah, are you already, waiting for that life change? I know I already <laughs> yeah. proposed to you, which, which made it seem like uh, I was willing to spend the rest of my life with you. But I, <laughs> I listen, I know it's weird. I just realized I'm an adult baby. <laughs> so I'm going to need to pursue like, that like, now? Like, You're going to have to... The most, like, normal thing in the world. Yeah. going to have to sell your bed, get a crib. 
Or just like yeah. start doing stuff, like just start wearing diapers around the house. <laughs> really crinkly like, noises all the oh, time. I, I'm accident- you're not into this? Uh, <laughs> I, I accidentally put this on, so. It's really funny, right? I think it's so funny. I'm doing it as a joke because I think it's weird too. <laughs> I hope I hope at work now, Kristen, I hear you, like you walking and there's just a slight crinkle. Oh, and I'm like, wait a minute. There was one time, like, years ago where I got um, a new tattoo on my leg, and I, like, didn't... It was, uh, it was like, a big one on my thigh, and I just, like, didn't feel like dealing with, like, um, telling my parents about it, so I still lived at home. And um, Will and I were in the room with my mom, and it had, like, the wrapping on it, so it was crinkling. <laughs> and I could hear it, and I was like, she has to be able to hear this, but we both just didn't acknowledge it. And then Will texted me, it sounds like you're wearing a diaper. <laughs> Like you're walking around in corduroy pants. <laughs> and I just started cracking up and my mom was like, what? And I was like, no. Yeah. Hey, uh, thank you very much for sending me all these frightening images of uh, giant dolls. Where? Where can I, I see I them? Sent you, I, sent you a link on, I, sent, I sent you a link on Twitter uh, oh, cool. about these like, creepy dolls. Oh, oh sweet. I'm going to look. I mean, they look like Avenue Q style Right? Yeah, they're really scary. It's not even, like, lifelike. It's, like, weird puppetry. Like, almost anime, but not. Oh, so weird. I mean, I guess... All this technology. Is this crazy? I can look at this while we're talking. Okay, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) We're seriously, like, we're we're not even together. Oh, my God! Yeah, right? like Avenue Q dolls. (laughs) That's why I was freaking out. Oh, my God. The guy in the picture looking at the beach kind of looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman. (laughs) <laughs> like at first glance I like that the doll is holding the brim of her hat, number one and well she's a, a very sassy lady oh yeah, she's it's a tip of the hat to whoever's down the beach mm-hmm. you know the weirdest part about all this is I'm actually very terrified of puppets they're really creepy you know, I don't think that one of these dolls has a smaller doll on her lap yes, yeah, she needs her little baby doll Oh, I mean, this is it's horrible. the whole family. He has wow, a whole adult pretty, uh, family. It gets pretty nude toward the end. <laughs> uh, we, <laughs> Ew, we, like we didn't get that far. Just, just I got that far. I made it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> oh, are these people okay? These people aren't okay. I mean, oh. uh, there's one picture that I'm particularly fond of. I might make my Facebook cover photo. Uh-huh. <laughs> we posed three lady dolls in bed as if they're watching TV and having a sleepover. But all that's on TV is a close-up picture of a horse. <laughs> like, what show would that be in their fantasy? <laughs> oh, my God. At the moment, the guy's pouring tea for the queen at the head of the table. The this is so weird. The TV show. Tonight on just... NBC, Horse the Movie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm making this the background of my Twitter profile. This is crazy. I like that one of them is wearing one of those like angry bunny tank tops. Just in case, just in case you were wondering, they all meet in Hershey Park. Oh, is that, oh my is that god! Sweet? Is that a euphemism? Yeah. We got towards the end. We got towards the end. I warned you. Oh goodness! Oh, man, he's doing he's doing towards the end. Why am I copying this? <laughs> you can always for Hershey Park. <laughs> why is she? Why is she saving these pictures? <laughs> oh gosh! Oh my God! Some of the knockers. Where did on... this come from, by the way? Like, is there a 
blog or a Tumblr where they all post them together? I'm pretty sure there has to be. There's a Tumblr for everything. Oh, yeah. oh. All right, we're done. We're done. It got really sexual. Oh my god, it certainly is. I just got yeah. They have they have like a tripod camera set up. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm done. All right, too much. Oh, no, I don't like it anymore. If anyone's interested, my favorite picture. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. <laughs> do you know if this is... Is this from a convention, or do these guys just hang out together? They just hang out together. Why did Brandon really? make these pictures? Oh, my God, I like the movie room where they're all watching a movie together. <laughs> oh, I know. I also like that there are, like, the basically, like, the bumps on the areola of one of the things are, like, set at the times of the clock. Like, <laughs> one, two, like it, it's just... Like completely uniform all the way around. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Brandon, it's... Brandon notified us uh, that this actually all this came from Reddit. Oh boy, that sounds about right. Oh, the internet. There's got to be a. Oh, so it was it was a meetup. All right, it was like a convention thing. I didn't know if these were all just friends who found each other. And this is just their lifestyle. Yeah, TDFLA yeah. 2011. I wonder what TDF stands for. I know. I'm trying to think. Well, doll probably for the. Yeah, the I don't know. Friends. The doll friends. <laughs> the doll forum. The doll frums. I, I no, I googled it. That's what it is. The the doll forum. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't like the guy kissing the doll right above that one. This is gross. Doll forum. Just stop watching. If you if you go lower than that, just stop watching. It's, yeah. Oh, it gets a little. Oh no no no! I I already saw it. <laughs> I'm all oh, the way there, and there's an old man like like leaning over, smooching. Um, one wearing a tank top that says sinful. <laughs> I'm, uh, oh, I'm on dollforum.com now. Okay. Uh, Everybody go on it too. I fortunately oh. have immediately decided that I don't like this. This is not a surprise interest of mine. Okay, very good. I don't Perfect. Have to say anything to Allie, and I don't have to spend four thousand dollars on a doll. Did you click on the doll? Four thousand dollars. Well, oh. I'm about to click on Private Island Beauties. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, this is so these are all subgenres of doll people. Like the doll harem is a whole site full of dolls posed like they're in a harem. Yeah. This is, this is just for like sad men who want a bunch of women to serve them. <laughs> ew! Ew! Why did they make their vaginas like this? <laughs> is it is it bad or sad? Like what? They're doing weird stuff, but. Maybe they just don't I think it's weird party. to want to have a harem. I think I think that's weird. Yeah, I think it's weird to want to. Have. But you that's know what? what I'm talking about being sad. Maybe that's what happens when you're like, maybe I'll, you know what? I'll bite the bullet. I feel lonely. I'll get a doll. And then you're like, oh, oh yeah. Dolls are fun, but it's not people. Maybe I'll just have a shitload. Yeah, that's the thing I found. I mean, yeah, I think it's weird to have like a ton of them that you're calling your harem. Yeah. Because these, the thing I clicked on, they're they're as if they're, it's like. Probably offensive to somebody smarter than me. Right. Like, you know, they're, like, dressed in, like, costume, like, harem outfits with, like, veils over their mouths. Right, and they're, mm. like, creating, like, their ideal women, I guess, you know, because they, they're in complete control, and they're all subservient or, like, over-sexualized. Yes. That's what I'm saying. I think it's really weird to have, like, I, a harem that they serve you. I don't like that. I agree. But if yeah. somebody... I, I will say, if somebody's interested in taking this picture of all of the guys and the dolls together watching a movie and Photoshop me into the background, <laughs> I, I won't object, and I'll even provide a photo of myself sitting watching a movie. <laughs> Which I don't think would be hard to provide. We don't have to set up a photo shoot for that or anything. Or maybe just put me in the background looking confused, like I responded to the invite but didn't fully realize what I was getting myself 
<laughs> You're like, what dolls? Yeah, sure, I like dolls. I like this movie, but what are you guys doing? <laughs> this horse documentary is amazing. I love the horse show, but I have some questions. Is this cute? Is this the cutest animals on the world show? Because I'm loving it. Is this on Netflix? I'm gonna binge this. Say about it. Well, Kristen, do you remember? Um, is this either My Strange Addiction or Taboo with Dave Cat? Yes, of course. I love Dave Cat. Yeah, Dave Cat's great. I mean, he was just a guy who was sick of dealing with normal relationships sure. with women, yeah. so he just wanted it all. You do, what and you I think to he do. didn't. He went to um, a psychiatrist or a yes. therapist, and they were like, "Yeah, whatever you're doing is fine." Yeah, totally. There's nothing yeah. wrong with you. So yeah, what go for he, it. Wait, what was he doing? He had a real doll he was married to, who he had like a wedding ring with. Oh. Then yeah. they were like, "Well, maybe you should have more." real human companionship or other people wanted him to and the therapist was like, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, who was the therapist? Was his therapist like his brother or something or was he looking into the mirror like that old <laughs> SNL character? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but it was a, I remember it was a guy and the guy was like, yeah, go for it. Uh -huh. so. I actually didn't see that. I saw him on Taboo where he didn't go to a therapist. So I think that was an episode was of My Strange Addiction that I didn't see. He was on a, he did the show circuit with um. Oh, I know. I definitely saw a few of them. And then there was kind of an update. He did one like five years ago, and then he did another one like a couple years ago, and he had a different doll. Oh, so it didn't work out? No. No, it didn't work um. out. I think he, I honestly think, I think they said kind of an aside thing. I don't think he said it. I think that there was, the voiceover guy was like, basically said, I don't think I'm making this up even though it's gross. I think they basically said that he like wore her out and had to have her like replaced. Oh my oh. god. Oh my goodness. Or that he's like had to have the dolls like insides replaced a couple times. Like I remember thinking like, ew. Oh. But I know that I know that, that was a thing. I don't that, know if that's the reason he got a new weird. doll, but I know that was at least a factor with one of the dolls is that he had to like send it back for repairs because of him like wearing that shit out. For repairs. And he was, like really, really like sad and really missed her a lot while she was gone. Well, I mean, I'm lot. sure they're like squishy almost. But, you yeah, know, like so that's it's like a not indestructible. I can't imagine how material. hygienic this situation is. Oh my goodness, you give yourself like some well, they strange probably have, diseases. They probably have some no. Well they probably have some sort of cleaning solution. Yeah, like yeah, they I probably have a cleaning that. kit for that. Yeah, like I'm that sure. little like, kit. like little you scoop it out and like, just scoop No, it like the little sponge on the stick that you clean your glasses with. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah isn't it basically isn't it basically just like a flashlight pro? Yes. You know it's what I mean? Like, like a mega flashlight. Like, is that bad? <laughs> like the least handy flashlight in the entire world. <laughs> right. The most giant, most cumbersome yeah. flashlight. It's not discreet. Right. <laughs> you can't you can't hide that in your pocket or anything. But like, but well, then, wait, 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 is, the, uh, is the draw of the flashlight that it's so discreet? Well, yeah, it's just like an everyday flashlight. That shit does not look like a flesh. Does it not? I haven't looked at it. Isn't there like a cover though? Uh, probably, but the fleshlight has a straight up vagina inside the um like fleshlight part. Right, like in a power outage, like you're not grabbing for the fleshlight. Yeah. You're not gonna mistake it. That thing's not gonna help you in a power outage. But then like where's where's the line? Like is a is a fleshlight bad? Where's it bad news? Um, I think it's bad news when you have a harem of dolls. That's when I think it's bad news. All right, you got a fair point. Well, maybe you just don't feel like cleaning one out right away. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes you gotta you have, have a couple on hand. Yeah. You're not the turtle from uh, Rocco's Modern Life. You're not gonna turn the page and wash your just hands every single time. 
you should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all right, I, I'm doing more research just because I guess I'm learning tonight. Okay, it is a night of learning. All I did was Google flashlight. Uh-huh. Third image, vampire mouth. Yeah, uh, different mouths. Yeah. This this podcast that. just came full circle with the whole Twilight thing. It really <laughs> did. Right. Yeah, I'm I'm making it work, you guys. Yeah. Yay, we give Harry good Potter. podcasts. Whoa! I didn't know that there. Oh yeah, I forgot. Because the results for the flashlight are like crazy, crazy graphic. You can set it so that like your children can accidentally Google flashlight, right? <laughs> I don't have children. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that either. But I don't uh, have <laughs> Oh my god, William, do you see the thing that's oh my god. Fleshmods.com. It's a website about how to make your own fleshlight. Going right now. Ew. How do you make one? Ew. Ew. Wait, I don't understand this. I guess you Ew. Ew, I hate this website. I don't even want to say what it says. Never mind, let's not talk about it. Wait a minute. Um, wait, 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 never mind, I changed my mind. Bicycle tire tube on flashlight feels so good. Oh! So th- they're just ways, it's not to make your own flashlight, it's like to hack your flashlight and do different things with it. One guy on this forum says his girlfriend put uh, Swarovski crystals on his flashlight. <laughs> what a good girlfriend. What the? Uh, Wrap so, flashlight sleeve around cardboard roll and enter. Can we get back to Harry Potter? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think Harry Potter was thrown out the window like after like five minutes of this podcast. Alright, flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think what do you think his wand was? Oh yeah. my god. Um, um, snap. Why do you think that's a clumsy Harry Potter? Let's see. <laughs> oh god. Ew, 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 ew. Sorry. We're tainting our childhood dream right now. Yeah. Yeah. A dream. I was like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, when so when the first Harry Potter book came out, I was in sixth grade. No, yeah. I actually wasn't thinking about the first book. I was thinking about when I got obsessed. Yeah, I, um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I was obs- I was literally like I couldn't stop reading the books. Like I, I was waiting for each one to come out. Yeah, I needed to read the next one right after. And I'm pretty sure afterwards, like we've all read them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've read them. Four times already. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I've, 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 I've definitely read, read and reread them same. a bunch of times. Yeah, maybe about the same. Very yeah. the same. But yeah, so I don't know. So you would think, well, Kristen, what house do you think you'd be in? You think you'd also be in Gryffindor? No, I don't think she has to pick. I think I am. Will should pick for her. Will, but you don't get to pick. Like, remember when Harry's That's thinking, true. like, I don't want to be in Slytherin. Like, it takes into account what you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like you need an outside observer to really. I mean, I'm not sorting head. I'm not taking bribes. I'm not listening to your shit. I'm judging <laughs> the content of your character. Oh, fine. Um, so let's see. Kristen, sniveling weakling. Uh, <laughs> she's also a duffer. Hufflepuff. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not in Hufflepuff. No. No. I'd rather. You wouldn't no, even no, be no, in no, school. No, you no, just, no, like, no. leave school if you were a Hufflepuff. Drop out. I mean, yeah, I would drink out. I'd be like, what am I here for? All right. Slytherins are defined by the fact that, like, they'll do anything to get ahead. Like, yeah. they're not all necessarily evil. They're just, like, they <laughs> don't mind backstabbing. They don't mind breaking the rules and stuff like that. They have a drive. Yeah, they have a, they have a, they have a drive. They don't let anyone get in their way. Um, yeah. Ravenclaws are intelligent. Uh, they're, they're known mostly for being, like, very just, like, upstanding citizens. 
kind of people like that. That's my understanding. Yeah. Uh, Hufflepuff is just for like quiet people, like readers. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? well, like, they're, they're very loyal and really great friends. Very loyal. What's wrong with that? There's, that, I would say there's nothing wrong with that. And strangely enough, like Gryffindors are defined <laughs> by their bravery, which I think is a strange characteristic to just like lump people in with. You know, like yeah. how brave are you? But I guess it also refers to what? Just being like a like like having ambition, or you know, like being boisterous yeah. or loud or so, so when the first time I read through this the series, I always thought Gryffindor were the jocks. The jocks, interesting. Cool. Yeah, I always thought there was a you know the brave hero. Like if we were talking like the Hunger Games and Hunger Games like perspective, I always thought they would be like, um, like the number one. Like they were like the, the top of the too. class, right. and they were like the bravest jockey, sports, athletic people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they wear their jockey shorts. Yeah. <laughs> They're Quidditch shorts. No, I agree. I think, that, I think that that's exactly right. And, like, that's why the hero of the story, Harry Potter, is in there. They're, they're the big guys. They're the tough guys. Yeah. Um, that's an well, you, you never I think we're jocks and jerks. Kristen overall, I, I, you know what? I think it would have to be... <laughs> it would be somewhere between a Ravenclaw and a Gryffindor. I just saw the Mr. Bean <laughs> William, look at Twitter. Seriously, Kristen just sent us a, a, a picture of Harry Potter with Mr. Bean's face on it. Oh, that was just... I'd watch that. If he starred, if he starred in the Harry Potter musical, I'd definitely see it. Oh, I would definitely see it. On Broadway. I'll be there opening night. I'll be there, like, during the rehearsals and everything. Oh, yeah. Atkinson. Oh, God. Time for that reading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already there. <laughs> so, you know what, Kristen? I am going to yeah. take your preference into account. I think you're somewhere between Ravenclaw and Gryffindor. Make your case for why you belong in which one. Ooh. Well, um, huh. Let me see. All right, Ravenclaw, uh, I am pretty booky yeah. and kind of quiet and a little shyish. And Gryffindor, you're called on to be brave, and I'm not brave at all. But, as you pointed out once, if Ron can be in, in a Gryffindor, <laughs> why, why can't I? You're just trying to speak on his Gryffindor, like the cool kids. Yeah. So I want to be in Gryffindor. Uh, you once told me that in high school you fell asleep at the loser's lunch table and they put shit in your hair. It was a no. It was a joke. Yeah, I don't know how friendly the joke was though. Uh, no, we were all joking together. I might be back to Hufflepuff now that I remember. What they that. what they did? They, I was sleeping and I had my hair, my head down, and my hair was like fanned out on the table a little bit, and they put a pair of sunglasses in my hair, so I was like cousin it sort of, and then put some sort of piece of paper so it looked like a mouth. Yeah. All right. You know what? I'm making my call, Kristen. What? I, I've thought about it, and I've decided what? you're in Gryffindor. Oh, <gasps> thank you. You're in Gryffindor. We're like, we're like the yeah. Weasley. You know? We're like getting in trouble. We're having, a, we're having Hell, fun. Yeah. We're, like, we're all we're over the place. People know who we are. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah. Thanks, you're gonna Will. Go kick some Basilics, but you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Hell yeah, I'm gonna be on the Gryffindor team. You're gonna be. Let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. You're gonna be a seeker. 
You're going to be the yeah. best seeker in all the lands. I knew it. <laughs> you are the new chosen one. Congratulations. Yes. But Amanda, what destiny. would you choose for me? I'm curious. Like, what house would I belong in? I think you belong in Gryffindor. Ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like belongs in Gryffindor. Everyone. Yeah, I think we're all fucking cross between a Gryffindor and Hufflepuff because you're very loyal, good friend. Are you calling him a duffer, Amanda? But like the good parts of Hufflepuff. Yes, Hufflepuff. You know what? There's nothing wrong with Hufflepuff. They got a bad rap. Like I'm yeah. proud to be. You're a not a duff. Oh, you're like a, t- a weensy, teensy bit duffer, but yeah, they do yeah. get a bad rap. Like, Luna Lovegood like was in Hufflepuff. Right? People in Hufflepuff are really, really nice. Cedric Diggory was in Hufflepuff. Wait, really? Yeah, that's what they yeah. Think. I think so. Why the hell was Triwizard Champion? He got he got misplaced. He should have been in Gryffindor. Yeah. You know what? You're right. He was like a brave, strapping boy. Why the hell was he in Hufflepuff? He's definitely a jock. That's a plot hole. Man, we we already have too many people in Gryffindor. Like we need to send this fool somewhere else. Totally. I mean. Oh, totally. What I would in an ideal world, what I would want, I would want for um, what's her face, J.K. Rowling. I want her to write seven books. About you know we've had the we've had Harry Potter we've had the hero of Gryffindor he's the descendant yeah. of Godric Gryffindor himself I want seven books each about yeah. the hero of Hufflepuff the hero of Ravenclaw and the hero of Slytherin seven yeah. books each for each house yeah you know, like I want the same thing I want to have like a really interesting ongoing legacy I want her to explore backstories cool. and I want to see like maybe the events of the of Harry Potter's story through the eyes of someone else. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be yeah, that'd be great. As a matter of fact, you think of because that's my interpretation of most things. Like somebody watching from the sidelines, being really, really jealous of Harry Potter, and getting like increasingly like dark and like wanting to hurt him so that they can take his spot. That could be the Slytherin guy's story, you know. Or just like you know anybody, just like a quiet Hufflepuff who you think is nice. Wait, so do you, would you? Would you guys want, like, uh, the same storyline, like, it all happens at the same time, or do you want it, like, in the future, like, now it's now it's Slytherin's time, or it's Hugglepuff's time, or it's Ravenclaw's time, like, do you want it all set in the same Harry Potter timeline, or do you want the new hero to be, like, at a different time? Chris, you go first. Huh. Um, I guess I, uh, let me think. Because how heroic could they really be if you didn't hear about them during Harry Potter's time? That's right. that some pretty big shit going on. There was yeah. a lot of shit going so on. So I guess... Yeah. Yes. So I guess I would think <coughs> in another time. I... What I think... Yeah. I, I mean, here's what I would do. If I were some sort of like a, a big shot bigwig at Warner Brothers, uh-huh. first of all, I would commit books to be written about a hero representing each of the houses... Um, you can get a little more diversity in your heroes, and you can just appeal to, like, future generations. This would go on over the course of, like, literally, like, 50 years. Like, it wouldn't just be J.K. Rowling anymore. I would have the hero of Hufflepuff, blah, blah, blah. Either in the past or in the future, doesn't matter. Separate. Is the book called The Hero of Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff? Yeah, absolutely. Sure, why not? Or, or, you know, like, you just, you know, it's it's called, like, uh, you know, like, um, Alicia... Uh, Dupree. And, and the, <laughs> That's a good wizard name. Alicia Dupree and like the the the, the hero of might, you know, some whatever the title in the same format as Harry Potter and the blah blah blah. Yeah. Will. Who just get off the, the books. 
Will, get off this podcast right now and start writing. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I, I'm, tell, I'm, I'm in, a, in a lot of ways, I'm, I'm dead serious. If I were in a position of power, I would commission these stories. I think you just go for it anyway. Just start your own fan fiction. Even page. like a fan fiction, yeah. Like just do it. Maybe All even right. create a fanimation. Can All right, I, I gotta go right now. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I would have a hero from each That's house. An entire series. You you can have uh, a female hero. You can have uh, heroes of different like, you know, ethnic backgrounds. You, you get it's all inclusive. All how about, inclusive. How about then, I put a little twist, a little twist in here, and make like an American-born, oh, and moved moved to London and became in the Hogwarts. So he's like the yeah. first American Hogwarts wizard. That's interesting. And then simultaneously, in a film, probably a single film, I would do a very, you know, maybe you know what, maybe it could even be a standalone book turned film. I would yeah. do uh, a sort of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead sort of story, oh. where we follow oh. somebody that is experiencing the events of all the stories we currently know from a different point of view. Man, like, that's crazy. Maybe we see everything that Malfoy was up to in those Ooh. seven years. You know what I mean? Like, have a, a Back to the Future Part 2 sort of, like, revisiting events from a new perspective story. I would be totally into reading, like, a Malfoy story like that. Right? I mean, like, this world has so much potential, I can't believe it. And where's uh, where's your Kickstarter account? Because I'm, I'm about to throw some cash yeah. at you right now. I, I, I honestly think that these are pretty good ideas. And if yeah. I had any of the weight behind me, I would totally push for it. Well, you're... Yeah. Your cat's idea was spot on. I mean, the yeah. musical sounds amazing. I think you really have an empire going here. <laughs> I'm going to be an emperor. Yeah. <laughs> of this empire. You're going to be Voldemort. <laughs> oh, oh, hell yeah. I'm shaking off my nose right now. <laughs> <laughs> you'll look like, you'll look like the lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is, universe is just so so big and just so expansive. You can make you do literally do anything you want within this universe, and and I don't know I don't understand why this isn't happening at a more frequent rate. Absolutely, unbelievable potential that is completely untapped. I guess she just doesn't feel like it right now. You know, but she doesn't have to pick up. She doesn't have to pick up the slack. Like she could have like other writers um, write things for her. Like like William like Will was saying. <laughs> That you could just have other people write fan like fiction or even yeah. like part of the storyline. I think that would be fantastic because yeah, like George Lucas did. He he they claim at least that he personally approved all storylines written in the extended Star Wars universe. And, you know, yeah, the exact yeah. same thing. People run people pitch stories to her, she gives the green light, they go off and produce them. You know, they have to fit a general sort of canon. And beyond that, it's sort of a free for all. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Will, have you read a lot of the Star Wars novels? No, not a single one. But I'm aware of like the the concept of how that all worked. You know, I definitely I definitely read a few of them and I love them. So yeah. if like yeah, I read like a lot of them. <laughs> like I read the the, the trilogy after uh, the original trilogy. Oh really? And I read a, a lot more after that. I'm, I'm really a huge Star Wars fan. Does it bump you up with uh, this week's news that they have hired somebody to streamline continuity and essentially anything that's not present in the films is now no longer part of the standard canon. I didn't know that. Yep, that, that was just announced like a, a day or two ago. You Everything present in all the books, all the games, and, you know, anything that's not one of the movies is no longer standard fare. You just ruined my life right now. <laughs> but what does that mean exactly? Like, who, who decreed that? 
Um, Disney. We blame it on Disney. Like, did George Lucas say that? Well, George, George Lucas has no ties to Star Wars anymore. He sold it to Disney. He has no power here. Yeah, he ha- He shall not pass. Yeah. Right, but like... Pass judgment. That seems like something that's almost like subjective. Like, if you believe that that's canon and that's part of the thing, like, then that's your deal. I, I don't know. That's, I, I don't get it, really. It's probably all a marketing thing, like what yeah, I guess. Disney I mean, owns or doesn't to what you can charge more for and so, not. So what happens is, is like, so Disney, after acquiring uh, Lucas <laughs> Films and acquiring Star Wars, basically, they messed up a lot of things. They destroyed an entire video game that was potentially going to be for the PlayStation 4 that, that just just destroyed it, and they just yeah. totally threw it away. It was almost finished. They had trailers and demos for it, and they just completely tossed it. And it was going to be one of the greatest video games in Star Wars franchise. So it's like, why? Why do that? Why piss yeah, off why, the Star Wars fandom? Why blow progress? You know, like, you have, you've acquired something that's almost completely finished. Even if you don't approve of it, even if it was not uh, produced by your company, you may as well profit from it. Why are you throwing away money? That's the weird part to me. Like, not just, like, the creative aspect I'm I'm a huge continuity dork. I'm a huge storytelling dork. That bothers me to throw away potential on storytelling. From a business standpoint, why throw away money? Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Well, Sorry. Disney is one of the biggest corporations in the entire world. But like, you don't get that way by just pissing away money. You get that way by you know pumping out, pumping out, pumping out. Yeah. Sound like a real umbrage. <laughs> progress for progress sake. So be prohibited. <laughs> Can we talk about her? What's a, what's a, with her obsession with like kittens, pink, kittens, pink and kittens? I mean, like, it's just I a really good juxtaposition of what a humongous biatch she is. Yeah, I think it's like the almost like the invert, like the Doctor like, Evil of the Harry Potter world, where she just hold, helps Doctor cats Evil? all the time. <laughs> nope, that's not what I was thinking, but I. <laughs> That works too. She just holds cats in her hands. She's like, listen here, Harry Potter. (laughs) Basically, yes. (laughs) Nope, that's not what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking more of like when you take a picture and invert it, it's like the complete opposite of what it really what it looks like, that sort of thing. But you know, it can be Doctor Evil with the the kitty cats. Yeah, sure. I'll take it. That'll work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, actually, I am going to. I, I I did just decide that I am going to start writing Harry Potter fanfic and hope that I can maybe pitch it. But uh-huh. unfortunately, my first order of business is a uh, Harry Potter Austin Powers crossover. <laughs> <laughs> I ship Doctor Evil and Umbridge so hard. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's just Mike Myers like in the Umbridge outfit. It's Mike Myers as the Harry as Harry Potter. <laughs> Yeah, it's Mike Myers yeah. as every character. <laughs> Mike Myers, Mike Myers, and Mike Myers in Harry <laughs> Potter, Doctor Evil. Featuring Mike Myers. Yeah. But also, let's just throw in Doctor Who in there. Why not? They're all in London. Might as well just do it. That's right. true. They're all in the neighborhood. They're all Sherlock. Why not? Just throw them all in there. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Just Sherlock's giant... now, by the way. The new... I haven't seen it yet. Oh, the what? It's miserable. The new episode, the new season of Sherlock. No, 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 talk about it. You think it's miserable? I hated it. I hated it. I haven't watched it. How did you not like... Well, okay, so... 
All right, no. All right, we can't talk about this because Amanda hasn't watched. It. Amanda hasn't watched this yet, so we cannot talk about I the, the new. I just want it out there in the world that I hate. I haven't read it yet, though. I haven't really watched it yet, though, either. So I also. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I want to learn for myself. Thank you very How much. You, well, let's just say he he muffed it. If whoever understands that, I don't. I have, actually do. He muffed it. In the first episode, there was a lot of Muffet going on there. The guy who, Stephen Muffet, or whatever. The one who, he uh, he made Sherlock happen, he, he writes Doctor oh, Who. Oh, Stephen... Stephen Muffet, yeah. Okay, yeah. He Muffet it. Ah, interesting. If you know a history of, like, watching Doctor Who and, and past Sherlock's... Uh, like, I don't want to know. I know a lot understand. of people did not like the last season of Doctor Who. Like, a lot, a lot of people did not like this past season of Doctor Who, right? Oh, there were a lot of... Well, they didn't like the fact that he, like, left. Matt Smith's character left, and... He regenerated to uh, Peter Pacali, Pacali's character. Yeah. But my niece said that she found it very sexist. Not that, but the last. Uh, the, just the whole companion wasn't my favorite. Yep. Like I'm. A, uh-huh. I, I, yeah, I didn't see it, but I, I know that there's been a minor hullabaloo. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it, and this in the past companion, she's just been, let's just say, terrible. <laughs> yeah. She was. A, she was Capu. Yeah. She was the twilight of Doctor Who. Yeah, so she's no chocolate cake, you would say. <laughs> she's no chocolate donut. <laughs> she's, not, she's not a chocolate donut. She's not a chocolate donut with Boston cream inside of it. That's making me want a chocolate donut, the more that you guys say that. <laughs> I could use more cat poop. <laughs> come on over here. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's, this, this, there's actually this really awesome picture of... Um, Going back to Williams' like storyline with all these, you know, Austin Powers and and Doctor oh. Evil and all this stuff, they have like an like a Avenger esque of just like British oh. uh, icons as like Harry Potter, Luther, Doctor Who, Sherlock, and they're like this is the new oh. Avengers. <laughs> nice. I probably oh, get into that. Great. So I think you're gonna I love if the A team was now <laughs> Harry Potter. Yeah. I mean, I'm putting together my own, my own, you know, sort of version of that over here, but it's got uh, Austin Powers, uh, <laughs> Ron, uh, Ron Burgundy, uh, Wayne Campbell, Holly Fuel, uh, and strangely enough, Mr. Bean. I'm putting him. In <laughs> well, after that picture, how can you not put Mr. Bean? Yeah, he's, he's just on my brain, man. Again, but literally, like we uh, got a real we have to brain. share this to the world. Yeah, I got Bean on the brain. <laughs> I just well, want, I want to make it clear. All I did was say Kristen's joke louder. <laughs> yeah, which is pretty much what all of Williams' success is. <laughs> Got a little bean on tremendous success. Success. Oh, <laughs> oh, Mr. B. Oh, Mr. B. Senor Huevos? That... <laughs> nope, that is uh, that is Mr. X. Never mind. You want to say Señor Frijoles. Ah, Señor Frijoles. Señor, <laughs> Señor, did this podcast just turn Spanish? Because I'm all about that. Ah, we also hate him down here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where's that from? Uh, it's from us just now. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just made this up right now as we go along. <laughs> Can somebody, you know what, actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out a request to your listeners. Uh, if anybody lives in a Spanish-speaking country and there is a DVD called Senor Frijoles, uh, <laughs> please send that to me. I would love to have that. Well, there probably is. There's a, probably like a Spanish-dubbed-over version of uh, Mr. <laughs> Bean called Dr. Frijoles. I'm Googling Senor Frijoles right now. 
I rem- Señor Frijoles, Doctor Frijoles. Probably. I mean, I remember when I was in Mexico, right. they had a uh, Bob Esponja. Bob. <laughs> Wow, that's awesome. DV- like t-shirts and DVDs. And I was like, wait. Ah. My favorite was, so I'm, so my entire family is from Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And I'm a, a, you know, a dual citizenship there, so I go back frequently. And the funniest things in the entire planet is watching Dragon Ball Z with Spanish subtitles. And or with Spanish dub overs. Nice. Because like, awful. they were just... Out of nowhere, like it would fall off, and they would say the original characters' names in, in like the Japanese language. So it'd be like, "Por qué está haciendo Goku-san?" And then... <laughs> well, unsurprisingly, Senor Frijoles is a chain restaurant. <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't we not expect that? I don't know why I didn't check like, yeah. uh, by googling Senor Frijoles DVD. <laughs> you got a lot of random images, only one of which is Mr. Bean. <laughs> so I don't know who you complain to about just general internet problems, but Look I'm going to... Look for Senor Frijoles poster. Where are these restaurants? Yeah. Are um, there any around us? There's one in the Florida Keys. Oh, man. It's 1981, which I wonder if there was ever a scandal, because I think that's when Mr. Bean hit the scene. Oh, Yeah. Mr. Bean, the scene is also a good idea for a movie. It's funny that you mentioned like restaurants that crossed over from like Central and South America to now. Uh, there's a restaurant called Pollo Campero, uh-huh. which wow. is literally a really uh, fried chicken. chicken. Dog? Huh? Does that mean chicken and dog? <laughs> no, Pollo it's like, uh, like chick- it's chicken compadre. Kind of thing. Oh, okay. Oh, they said con pero. No, 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 not chicken with dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chicken dog. Chicken yeah. dog. Just living a life in a chicken dog. Yeah. No, cat, no. Oh, childhood. <laughs> Being a kid in the 90s, man, let me tell you, that was awesome. Yeah. Stick, stick. <laughs> Can't go wrong. Uh, Angel Anaconda. Do you, does anyone remember that? What? Angel no. Anaconda. If anyone, if anyone would Google right now, Angel Anaconda, your mind would be blown because that's definitely like a '90s kid Nickelodeon thing. Cool. I didn't have Nickelodeon. Sounds like a bit of a weak one. Yeah, I remember that one. A weak one. Are we, are we gonna go like, are you afraid of the dark and like Pete and Pete and Wild Crazy Kids? I kind of thing? love Are You Afraid of the Dark and Pete and Pete. I watched Are You Afraid of the Dark last year, every goddamn episode. Yeah. It's so good. I didn't, I didn't watch all of them, but I watched most of them. It's great. Yeah, why the hell did I stop watching it? But anyway, it's great. They still hold up, even until now. Like, like I'm still scared shitless oh, yeah. from them. Um, I googled Angela Anaconda. <laughs> I do remember this, but it looks like those annoying Fruit by the Foot commercials. Oh, the Fruit by the Foot commercials. You know what I'm talking about? That, that horrible, <laughs> undersaturated, colored animation. Yes. What is it, Angela Anaconda? Yeah, Angela Anaconda. It was just literally like a cutout, and then just posted it somewhere, and they just like moved it over for each frame. And they took it a was picture. like a tip jab TV show. Yeah, it was. Really oh yeah, nice. I just looked up. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone remembers Angela Anaconda. This is Anaconda. so weird. I, I absolutely know. have never ever seen this before. How have I never ever? This is new to my eyeballs. New to eyeballs. How weird. Yeah. Right? It's like yeah. a weird, oh, like... I don't like it. She's scared. No, it's horrifying. <laughs> oh, God. And as a kid, you look at this stuff, and you're like, life is weird right now. Yeah. 
It's, what, it's, it's, what, it's, yeah. Why does that one look so weird? The closest a kid can get to, to being high is watching Angela. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Questioning oh, reality. Yeah. I was like, what am I doing with my life from watching Angela Anaconda? I feel weird right now. <laughs> my parents are terrible. Ray. Oh, no, I don't like it. Yeah. Oh, man. But, yeah, I think we, we, we hit about the mark that we normally hit on for the podcast, actually. Okay. <laughs> Any final Harry Potter thoughts? <laughs> Potter uh, thoughts? Potter rules. Yeah, I got Harry Potter for life. I got a, I got a, a, a Potter thought. We got um, we just released um, an episode of Book Club Schmook Club this morning uh, yeah. where we finished up uh, this book called Life After Life. Yes. Which means that I have officially been working on uh, reading Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, uh, and that will be coming out in two weeks on Thursday, the 23rd. Yeah. So That's Chris and I, our general goal is to go all out with these um, discussions, so uh, I just bought uh, yesterday the Blu-ray collection of all the Harry Potter movies. Uh, really, so William? Did you buy the American or the British? Uh, what? Really? Yeah, I, you can you can buy British versions, um, uh, because in obviously the original, which was the Philosopher's Stone, yeah. they yeah. call it the Philosopher's Stone, but then they made them go reshoot those scenes, calling it the Sorcerer's right. Stone, and there's like added scenes. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. That oh, makes yeah, sense. I that. that totally makes sense, but that never occurred to me. I just bought what was on Amazon. It was on sale. Okay. I realized that if I had I mean, to, I guess you could do that, but I, I mean... Know, I'll, I'll buy the other one right now just to keep up my cred. <laughs> yeah, sure. But um, we to be thorough. We to If I keep renting all these movies on Amazon, eventually I'll be paying almost as much as just buying the set. So yeah, I you're totally right. So I bought the set, and uh, so I'll be watching the movie. I want to check out Pottermore a little bit. Kristen did that when we reviewed uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, I want to yeah. check out a little bit myself. And uh, yeah, so uh, that's cool. my news. We got I've got Potter on the brain right now. It was a good time to Me do this. Too. And also, you have like a special secret podcast that we don't know about that should be coming out pretty anytime soon, correct? Not just a secret podcast, which I do. There will be a... Uh, we, we've got the three shows right now. Will and Bobby know everything. Wait, what are you talking about, William? Wait. I know, well, I know. Uh, you obviously can't answer that. Anyway, go ahead. We've got uh, Will and Bobby know everything, which is me and uh, Bobby, my buddy Bobby, who we like started all this stuff with. Just a general right. comedy show. Studio Rejects, where we read scripts for movies that never got made, so it's unfinished drafts and... Just weird pitches for movies that never made it to theaters. Oh my god! Well, like literally, will like unfinished drafts are the funniest things They're in the insane. entire world. Some of, them, some of them are confusing and unbelievable. Like yeah. it, I literally like a whole class that I had at the new school in New York City was reading unfinished drafts. Oh, it's fascinating. Oh, it's it, so it cool. Is wonderful. It, it it was by far the best class I've ever took in my entire life. Honestly, as absurd as it is, it's also almost, you know, it's almost like a, a podcast class. It's almost like a little writing class, but it's more what not to do than anything else, you know? Oh, no, no, most definitely. It's definitely not what to do, but at the same time, it's just like, why can't we make these things? <laughs> oh, I still, yeah, I absolutely want to say it. We read an unfinished draft of uh, Freddy vs. Jason. There's <laughs> about a 15-minute scene that takes place in Freddy Krueger's nostrils, featuring, <laughs> featuring a character named Boogerman. <laughs> So that would have made the movie so much better. I know, I know. I'm, I'm bummed. I, I listened to that one. I haven't listened to all of your studio erasures, but I did listen to that one. And that 
That one yeah. was wonderful. Yeah, you really have I to love wonder. Studio Reach. <laughs> yeah. You have to wonder what's going on in these guys' brains. Like they're they're Plus you guys do a really good job with Megan and Stormy and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, all, it's also us learning how to be actors. <laughs> Wait, so we're... Sometimes the, you can't quite understand what you're saying, but it's still right. good. Yeah. <laughs> you're a little, um, yeah. it's a little hard to decipher what's going on, but you can Yeah, I, I'll be the first to admit, Studio Rejects <laughs> is also where I go to just go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, they're, they're great, though. I like yeah. them. <laughs> um, and then we started Book Club Schmuck Club, where obviously it's me and Kristen. I love being able to do a show with her and, like, it's fun doing the shows with Bob. I, I fucking love it. It's also super fun to do them with somebody else in life. Yeah, just get a fresh change. Like, get get a fucking break from Bobby. I know, you know. We're <laughs> oh, my but, God. Uh, yeah, we do, in the next couple of weeks, there will be a fourth show um, that we're going to be launching. I'm definitely gonna. I'm definitely gonna be all about that. I'm subscribing. I have no idea what Will is talking about. I'm literally subscribing as we speak right now. Along with a, uh, a secret endeavor... Uh, that will hopefully enable us to live forever. Yeah. What was the, now, what was that show again? What was that show called? Uh, I don't know. It's not really my... Will and Bobby know everything. No, no, no. Studio Rejects. Oh, Studio yeah. Rejects? Yeah, Studio yeah. Rejects, the, movie one. yeah the, the one that we're coming up with soon is not really my place to talk about it. I'll leave that uh, more for Bob. But um, we also do have a, a pretty crazy project going on. We just took a bunch of pictures for it the other night. And uh, I think that people are going to be pretty impressed. Yeah, I think I think I saw one of those. Yeah. Bobby put a picture on Instagram. No, he did. God damn, I told him not to. Anyway, well, he, put a, he just put a picture of himself, just Fair like enough. in the mirror. Right, Will is going Super Saiyan. Saved his job, and I did just go Super Saiyan level four. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm cool. Kristen, any final thoughts on uh, on okay. Harry Potter? On Harry Potter? Or um, sex toys? I. Or Let's Harry Potter's see. next toys. I love Harry Potter's next toys. Harry Potter's, oh, God. You know what? No, I can't with that. <laughs> Harry Potter is my safe, happy place, and I do not even want to think about Harry Potter butt plug. Even though thinking about happy butt plugs is also kind of my safe, happy place. Like, but whatever. I don't want like, the two to meet. <laughs> never the twain shall meet. Um, yeah, I basically, I will never not be in the mood to watch a Harry Potter movie it's on, if it's on TV. I am really super duper enjoying the um, excuse to read the Harry Potter books again. Um, I've read them a million times, and I hadn't done it in a couple years, and I'm really enjoying it. And I think it's the best book series ever. Cool. Agreed. Yeah. Cool. How about you, Amanda? Final thoughts on the Harry Potter? Final. <laughs> snitch, final. snitch, butt, butt plugs. Oh um. no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, honestly, anything's a butt plug if you just use your imagination. That is true. <laughs> And you stretch a little and bit. That, and that's, I think that's the way to close the podcast. <laughs> I, think that's, I think that kind of sums everything up. Well, thank you, everybody, for <laughs> thank you everybody for listening. Um, this is yeah, thank you. Get Off My Lawn You Geeks podcast. <laughs> up so much. This is a Get Off My Lawn You podcast crossover episode with Book Club Schmuck Club uh, <laughs> with Kristen and Will Rogers. Yeah, thanks for and, having us, guys. Yeah, go, so having go, go check them out. Um, it's uh, from this podcast is absolutely hysterical. So just go, just listen to their podcast. Yeah, they're on iTunes. Yes, and we're available yeah. on iTunes. You can follow John. What's your Twitter handle? Mine is uh, Genobi eighty seven on Twitter. <laughs> uh, you can also follow the Get Off Money Geeks podcast on Twitter as well, Facebook, 
And we also have a Google Plus that's kind of like a graveyard. <clears throat> yeah. Kristen, what's your Twitter? Mine is Chrissy Pajamas. Chrissy Pajamas? What about you, Will? Uh, mine is Will Rogers 2000 Alright, and I don't have Twitter. I'm on Instagram, Princess 1988 Thanks for listening, everyone. <laughs> Thank you very much.